0: Hello my sweet summer children. Welcome back to my little unnamed podcast that you listen to while you're walking the dog or driving to work or knitting or sewing or whatever it is you do to keep your hands busy. I'm your host, Bethany, and for today we're going to talk about the intersection between my plastic reduction journey and Facebook ads. six or seven years ago, I made the decision to stop buying clothes with polyester fibers in them. I heard this article on NPR about microplastics and how they're found in the fish that we eat and that was pretty much it. I like eating seafood and I don't want to be eating plastic with it, so I started making the kinds of changes that I could manage. It started out with not buying clothes unless they were 100% natural fibers, meaning cotton, wool, linen, or silk. I do, on occasion, buy rayon which is considered like a semi-natural fiber, but the jury is out on whether it has environmental benefits. Rayon is made from plant fibers like the stock of the cotton plant or more popularly recently, viscose, which is derived from bamboo. But the production process can be full of chemicals, so in the dichotomy of like natural fiber good, chemical bad, rayon is kind of in a no man's land. I stopped buying plastic food storage containers and I recycled the ones that I already owned and I started using glass food storage, mostly started out with mason jars and then I branched out into other glass and metal food storage. So I'm, I'm getting really good at bringing my own bag to the grocery store, especially since the pandemic, or I also like to refuse bags when I'm only buying one or two items. I stopped throwing a lot of things out, much to my husband's dismay, and I look for ways to kind of reuse or repurpose the things that I normally would have thrown out. So after i have been doing that for a while, a couple of things happened that pushed me into making some additional changes. Firstly, I started quilting, which means that I was more regularly buying fabric. Secondly, I had this series of foot injuries that changed what kind of shoes I could wear, And thirdly, we started prepping for a move, and then suddenly all the things I'd been saving to do something with became stuff that I just didn't want to pack back up again. The fashion industry is one of the biggest contributors to fiber waste, and if you're interested in going down the fast fashion rabbit hole, I'd start with Hasan Minhaj's Patriot Act episode about fast fashion, and then dive from there. So... Like when I started quilting, I was using a lot of straight shapes and I wasn't wasting a lot of fabric. But as you start making more interesting geometric shapes like triangles and hexagons, you have these little tiny leftover pieces of fabric that are really difficult to use. One of the ways that I started changing my style as a quilter to avoid waste was to use way larger pieces of fabric or to plan my quilt a little larger than I made, than I wanted, so that I could use those offcuts in another project. So offcuts, kind of like a quick way to say the fabric that I have no intention of using, but is still good. So for me, when you look at my quilts and my history of quilting, it's really not uncommon to see a fabric pop up two or three times in a project because that's one of the commitments that i've made as a creative to try to reduce my waste but there comes a time when the scraps they're just too small to be useful and i started saving them to like throw in pillows and trim up for stuffing but i had even more than i could make use of doing that too so these fabric scraps are piling up, old t-shirts are piling up, my husband goes through white t-shirts like nobody's business, um, towels my dog ate up when she was a puppy, all of that fiber starts piling up and I just started putting it in brown paper bags and leaving it in the corner of my sewing room to be concerned with later. Then um, my foot injuries that I talked about were from dancing. so. For now and forevermore, I will no longer be wearing heels of higher than an inch and a half for extended periods of time. So now I have several pairs of like high-heeled special occasion shoes and shoes that I used to dance in for competition and any other flat, unsupportive shoes like Converse. All those shoes are piled up in brown paper bags in the corner of my closet. And and these are not the kind of shoes that I could actually give someone to wear. They're gross, sweaty dance shoes that you just keep to yourself they're just they weren't donatable which is a lot of the times what is suggested you do with old shoes you donate them to some kind of thing where they make them into astroturf turf or fields or whatever but it wasn't an option at this point then on top of all of that with the pandemic we've been getting a lot of takeout which means a lot of plastics food containers and in the early months of the pandemic NPR released this article that basically said only about 10 percent of the plastic that we recycle in our curbside recycling programs actually makes it all the way through the recycling system without ending up in the landfill i found this article extremely upsetting but i had been hearing echoes of that same kind of research for a couple of years before I got that confirmation. So, this brings us to moving time. And in advance of the move, I started culling our possessions. I was donating out of my closet, things that were still in good shape, and I kept finding all these bags that I had set aside to do something with later, and now later has come, and I'm not packing this stuff up again just to take it to a new house and let it sit in that closet. So boom, cue the Facebook. Now, I haven't figured out how Facebook knows me. I'm sure a computer engineer or a cybersecurity expert could explain it to me, but I'm not that interested in exactly how it works, just that Facebook knows who I am as a consumer. And it started recommending products it thinks I would like. And just like I'm supposed to do, I started buying them. And I've been seeing more and more green products from Facebook, and I don't know if that's because there are more green products for Facebook to offer me, or if it just knows me that well, and these are products that have been in existence for a while. Just like how many licks there are to the center of the Tootsie Pop, the world may never know. So, to deal with my piles of fabric, worn out clothes, sewing scraps, I started buying prepaid recycling boxes from a company called TerraCycle. The fact that you pay for TerraCycle is key to how it works. So, in the American recycling stream, we pay for nothing. Um, we put our trash in our curbside recycling program, they come and pick it up and it goes away forever. And the reason why we don't pay for it or have yet to start paying for it beyond our usual sanitation charge is that for the longest time, the United States gathered up all its recycling and was selling it by the ton to other countries who would then process it and use it in their manufacturing streams. So. This goes on for a really long time, and then sometime recently, I really don't have a time frame, but China who is the major purchaser of our recycling goods, decided they didn't want our recyclables anymore, and that largely had to do with the fact that they were contaminated. So we weren't rinsing them out properly, or things that weren't recyclable were ending up with the recycling, and so it contaminated those batches and it couldn't be used. So. China's like, no more. We won't be buying your awful American plastic anymore. And rather than invest in the infrastructure we need to process our own recycling, American just sort of gave up and started putting it in the landfills. Now, when you use TerraCycle, you pay for those boxes. So that money and the cost it takes to process the recycling is the reason that it actually gets recycled. Because as anyone doing recycling will tell you, the processing, the time it takes to get things clean, to separate stuff out, it's really time and labor intensive. And it that's just where all the money goes. So paying for it helps ensure that those costs are covered. So then the recycling actually goes where it's supposed to go, which is back into the production stream as a quality recycled plastic. So I've gotten boxes for my shoes, for that small mountain of plastic bags that I've been accumulating from the grocery store, for all the plastic food packaging. I've had two for waste fiber, I've had two for waste pens and markers, and I plan to get one for all of the empty dog food bags that we have lying around, which are also not recyclable in your curbside recycling stream. How it works is you order the box online, they mail it to you and you fill it with the intended materials, you tape it closed and you take it to your nearest UPS store. It's pretty easy, especially like me, if you have all that stuff already set aside and you're not having to hunt through your things for it. So TerraCycle, 10 out of 10, would use again. Facebook's algorithm didn't bring me to TerraCycle. A friend mentioned it on her Facebook page so I went looking for it. But Facebook's algorithm did bring me to Blueland. Blueland is a company that has committed itself to reducing single-use plastic packaging in the household cleaning realm. So what initially got me was they have this package starter kit and it comes with a glass hand soap bottle and a plastic pump and it comes with these tabs and you open the tab Packaging you drop the tab in the bottle and then you fill the bottle up with water from your own tap And because there's no water already in these products They're exceedingly light to ship and because you're refilling you're not using a lot of single-use plastic in your cleaning supplies So I got the hand soap and I like the hand soap a lot and it comes with a couple of different smells And then I moved on to like the whole big house package so they do a hand soap uh, soap for washing dishes by hand, uh, laundry soap, dishwasher soap, mirror cleaner, everything cleaner, and bathroom cleaner. And all of this comes either in a metal tin with the tabs in the case of the laundry detergent and the dishwasher detergent, or in these tablets that you drop in these spray bottles and add water in the hand soap, the mirror cleaner, the everything cleaner, and the bathroom cleaner. The only thing that I don't like about Blue Land is their bathroom cleaner, the window cleaner, and the the everything cleaner. Those bottles are actually plastic as opposed to the hand soap bottle, which is glass. But since you're refilling that same plastic bottle, I'll give it to them. Most people don't want the fuss of glass and when it breaks, and besides, the bottle is for the refill and it doesn't generate any new plastic after you buy it. Like, I don't love it, but it's not a deal breaker for me. The products clean really well, and I've refilled on pretty much everything once already. So that's my experience with Blueland, and particularly in these pandemic times where it seems like it's impossible to get a good cleaner or a good hand soap, Blueland is kind of a blessing because, you know, this plastic reduction lifestyle is a pretty niche market, so they've never been out of anything that I was looking for. Second caveat beyond the reusable plastic bottles, the soap for hand washing dishes. I do feel like I use twice as much because I keep looking for it to lather up and it doesn't. It's a bit like cleaning your dishes with like Bonami or Ajax. If you don't know what either of those things are, ask your grandmother. Due to the plastic bottles and the way that by hand dish soap works, I would give it a nine out of 10, still recommend. The last product, I purchased in my effort to reduce my plastic usage is a toothpaste product called Bites. Bites come in a little glass jar and they're these toothpaste pellets that you use to brush your teeth with. I think the supply is like three months worth of toothpaste pellets, it's pretty intensive. And the glass jar is pretty small, about the size of like a small four ounce mason jar and I totally love them. Now. On the package, it says when you're using the toothpaste that you should only use one toothpaste bite. For me, I don't feel like that gets my mouth clean enough, so I usually do two. After I brushed with just one the first couple of times, it felt like my teeth were still wearing little bunny slippers, you know the feeling? So I usually use two. What you do is you place your toothpaste bites in your mouth and you chew on them and they're a little bit chalky. And then you run your toothbrush under the water and then you brush your teeth like normal. They actually do a really good job of getting your teeth clean. I have sensitive teeth and they have a formula that accounts for that. Because up until we got these toothpaste bites, my husband and I were buying two separate toothpastes because I was using Pronamel the fancy like keep all your enamel in place because I was having some tooth sensitivity to cold and to sweets and my husband didn't like the texture of it he didn't like the flavor of it and so we were going through twice what would be a normal amount of toothpaste tubes and just throwing them away and they're plastic and you can't even recycle them because there's still toothpaste left in edge. it's just the worst so bites really works for me and I would say 10 out of 10 for me. I will definitely buy them again when we run out. So between the TerraCycle, the Blue Land, and the Bites Toothpaste, um, I find all of these products really enjoyable and as I start using other products, I will group them all up together and then I will talk to you about it if I think they're worth using and if I think they're worth buying. Um, I do feel like I should say that I'm not paid by any of these companies. I'm not under sponsorship or anything. These are products that I purchased with my own money out of my own pocket as my desire to save the universe grows. So yeah, save the universe, use less plastic, brush your teeth. So that's it for me today. Three products that I really love that I am using and that if you want to reduce your plastic usage, there's some products that you could try as well. So, big thank you to Scientific Uppercut. They provide all the music in our podcast. You can hear them wherever music is digitally available. The products I talked about today are TerraCycle, Blue Land, and Bites Toothpaste. All three companies have very robust websites, and I suggest that you give them a visit. Until we chat again, please my dears, be brilliant.